This is Tea on the Hudson, a news and lifestyle podcast where we're spilling all of the Hudson County tea and more. My name is Jen Trapuka. I'm the founder of HobokenGirl.com and a Hudson County resident. On this show, we share news, lifestyle topics of interest, interviews, and have guest Hoboken Girl contributors on to delve into the things that matter to local residents. This week, we have some special guests, Jacqueline and Stephen Fulop of Jersey City, who you may know as the first family of Jersey City, and Sarah of House of Healer is coming on later for our self-care segment to talk all about her experience with a shaman. Every week, we'll be trying a new locally brewed coffee or tea on the air to share. So send in your picks, and if you have a really stellar one, we might just try it on the show. Though I normally drink an almond chai latte from Empire, the Arnold Palmer at Empire is giving me life this week. I'm still holding on to summer, I think, and I'm not sure what's wrong with my basic self this year, but I love Empire Coffee. It's on the corner of 4th and Bloomfield, and take a walk over there, walk in, and just inhale, and you will smell the best coffee smell you've ever smelled in your life. Before I get into news, I have to mention our Fall in Love with Hoboken Instagram contest. This is our fifth annual and it's a ton of fun. Essentially, you just have to take fun fall photos in Hoboken or Jersey City, post them on your Instagram feed, and make sure you tag at Hoboken Girl blog and hashtag Fall in Love with Hoboken and follow our 12 judges who are giving away prizes. We are checking. Head to hobokengirl.com for more information on how to enter, but you can enter as many times as you want until November 1st on Instagram, and then we'll be announcing our three winners for grand prize, first runner-up, and second runner-up. The prizes total $700, so there's lots of fun stuff. You can check out more info on our site. So grab a mug and let's get started with our news. walking around the Newark Avenue pedestrian plaza in Jersey City, you're going to love it even more very soon. The car-free area is slated to get a $4 million facelift later this year, and the city will be installing some new features. The biggest piece of the upgrade involves raising the two blocks of roadway to match the level of the sidewalk, and the blacktop on the road will be replaced with granite paver plaza surfacing, resembling cobblestones, which will be really quaint. And they'll also be adding a trench drain system with decorative drains, green infrastructure such as rain garden tree planters, and illuminated bench seating. Two Jersey City pizzerias are among the best in America, according to The Daily Meal. The website released its list of 101 best pizzas in America at the end of September, and restaurants from the 30 states made the ranking, including two in Jersey City, Raza and Bread and Salt in the Heights. The food blog considered nearly 1,000 pizzas and looked for qualities such as a nuanced sauce, well-distributed cheese, a flavorful crust, and an overall balance of ingredients. Congrats to these two local spots. There is a two-unit tower called Bergen Arch Plaza allegedly coming to Journal Square in Jersey City. 
The latest vision for the land, which is currently the home of Tula Oil in Journal Square, would be to demolish the current lots and build two 20-story residential towers connected by a breezeway as part of a mixed-use development. On the residential side, there would be 524 units that are skewed towards studios, and 293 of the units would be designated as such, according to Jersey Diggs. No affordable housing units are required under current regulations, and none are included in the development. The project would span several lots from 414 to 432 Hoboken Avenue, and they total over 43,000 square feet in size. The FBI released their crime stats for Hoboken and Jersey City, as well as across the country. New FBI data shows that violent crime has decreased overall in the United States from 2017 to 18. In Hoboken, which has a population of 55,000, there were 119 violent crimes. This year, according to the chief of police, as of September 30th, crime is still down 28% compared to last year. Overall, Jersey City, which has a population of 270,000, reported its crime rate at a 50-year low, with 1,233 violent crimes. It's worth it to note there are more than 1.2 million violent crimes across the country last year. The city of Hoboken has hired Robert Smith as the first and only employee of their local water system, where he'll serve as superintendent at a salary of $135,000 per year. As a result of the new Suez deal, Hoboken now controls all of the revenue from water utility bills, which are now invested back into the water main upgrades by the city, as opposed to a private water utility. Hoboken will replace approximately 18% of the water main system by 2034. Smith's salary will be fully funded through the water utility at no taxpayer expense, according to the mayor's office. Hoboken Middle School had a really great visitor this past week. The grades 6 through 8 school has already logged more than 52,000 minutes of an extracurricular reading. For their efforts, the students were treated to an assembly with former Rutgers University football star Eric Legrand. Legrand, a linebacker, has been paralyzed since suffering a spinal cord injury in a game in 2010. The SB winner has gone on to become an author and a motivational speaker. Gringo's Tacos in Jersey City was under fire for an employee wearing an offensive shirt that had derogatory lyrics about the police force. While he was serving, two police officers saw it, and it since went viral on Reddit, Facebook, and Instagram with much backlash. Gringo's did release an apology on Instagram and terminated the employee, but they have since deleted the Instagram post. Police found a woman's body floating in the Hudson River last Tuesday in Hoboken and are still trying to identify her, authorities shared with us. Shortly after 3 p.m., a passerby called 911 to report what appeared to be a body floating near the Lackawanna Terminal. They managed to fish the body out of the river, and the woman was pronounced dead at about 4.30 p.m. Tuesday. Hoboken's Northwest Resiliency Park has officially broken ground. On Friday of last week, Mayor Bala, former Mayor Zimmer, and County Executive Tom DeGeis, elected officials, and of course members of the community, gathered at the future park site to commemorate the beginning of construction. The park is set to become Hoboken's own, quote, central park, according to the city, coming in at the largest in town. With five acres of land, the Northwest Resiliency will feature open space amenities such as a multi-purpose athletic field, an ice skating rink, an open lawn pavilion, playground equipment, and most uniquely, below-ground infrastructure to withhold up to 2 million gallons of rainwater to mitigate flooding. 
Jersey City is about to see a lot more street murals thanks to Bono of U2. The musician has commissioned 17 street artist murals as part of Red's effort to raise AIDS awareness. The campaign seeks to turn cities around the globe red, and over the next three weeks, more than 20 unique paint red murals and installations will be cropping up across the world. Lucky for us, Jersey City is one of the few cities a part of the campaign. There aren't many openings and closings this week, but we have two to report. A little bit of sad news for the Heights. Art Gallery and Studio 107 Bowery, located on 107 Bowery, is closing. They offered painting and classes, and it will definitely be missed in the community. Impossibly the fastest Hoboken opening we've seen, Hudson Yoga Project's second location uptown opened this weekend. Congrats on the space, Kate and Patrick. Our sponsor for this episode is Alfalfa, located in Uptown Hoboken at 1110 Washington Street. Alfalfa is a startup salad company founded by three local Hoboken guys, and they serve the most delicious salads and wraps, as well as donuts, which is made from the old Schnackenberg's recipe, so you know they're good. Mention Tea on the Hudson at checkout for 10% off your purchase at Alfalfa. have a Jersey City power couple here today on Tea on the Hudson, Jacqueline and Stephen Fulop. Jacqueline is a board-licensed physical therapist with more than 10 years of clinical practice in sports medicine and orthopedic rehabilitation. She has been recognized as one of the top physical therapists in New Jersey and is the owner of Exchange Physical Therapy Group, a state-of-the-art PT clinic with locations in Jersey City, Weehawken, and Hoboken. Her husband, Stephen Fulop, is the 49th mayor of Jersey City, and they're both here in the studio today to talk about their careers, married life, being new parents to their son, Jackson, and 14-year-old pup, Chloe, and their favorite things about living in Hudson County. So welcome, guys. Thanks so much for coming in. Thanks for having us. This is so fun to see you. I really appreciate it. Now, I want to hear about you both because I feel like we know you in um, Jersey City, but I really want to get to like the nitty gritty. How did you guys meet? So I'd love both perspectives. Go go ahead. (laughs) Okay. We met in 2013, a few months before Steve actually won being the mayor. Mm -hmm. He was running for councilman and we had a patient that was running on his ticket, Councilman Rivera, and he asked if... I would hold a meet and greet. At that time, I just opened Exchange Physical Therapy Therapy Group in Jersey City. And it was a Friday. I kind of didn't want to do the meet and greet just because I didn't want to close early and I thought (laughs) I was going to lose patience. But I decided to do it. And then I was supposed to hand out a bunch of flyers with Steve's face and information on it, but I didn't. And I left (laughs) it in the car. So it was really awkward because when he came up with... Like his entourage, there was really maybe like four people in the clinic. So that was a little (laughs) awkward. But a few days later, he came back and I wasn't actually in the clinic. I was at the vet with my therapy dog, Chloe, Mm -hmm. and he wrote me a letter and asked me to go out to dinner. And he sealed it and left it at the front desk. I was actually really happy she wasn't there when I came back, to be honest (laughs) with you. And uh, 
because that, that's kind of like uncharacteristic of me, to be honest, to come back. But the meet and greet was, I mean, like she said, it was a bust. Nobody was there. Yeah, it was um, embarrassing. It ended up being great, though. Hey, it and, worked out. <laughs> uh, and then, uh, you know, she was, you know, apprehensive about even, you know, going out on a date with me. And her business partner, Drew, was like, uh, <laughs> you, you need to do this for us. I, I mean, you. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, like, do it for us. I mean, do it for you. <laughs> you know, so I love it. That yeah. is so great. Now, how, how long have you guys lived in uh, Jersey City and in Hudson County in general? So... I moved to New Jersey in 2010. I lived in Hoboken, actually, for five years. Yeah, I remember you saying that. So cool. And then I moved in with Steve maybe six months before we got engaged in 2015. Yeah, and I I moved to Jersey City in 2000, Mm -hmm. graduated in 99, moved to Chicago for a very short period of time, and then moved to Jersey City in 2000, and then have lived uh, um, downtown for most of the time until Jack and I bought a house in uh, the Heights. Awesome. How do you like the Heights? Love, Love it. Love the Heights. Love it. Yeah. A lot of people from Hoboken are moving up there. Our neighbor just moved from uh, Hoboken and renovated a house, uh, four houses down, that gray house. Is from, she, I didn't know she's from Hoboken, and she's like telling all her friends, and she just loves it up there. And it seems like there's like this migration of Hoboken people moving to that part of the Heights. Yeah, because it's close, and yeah. it feels still accessible to Hoboken if you have your life there, you know? So it's great. True. And there's a lot of new businesses coming. A lot. Now, tell me, speaking of businesses, tell me, Jacqueline, about your business, because I've actually been there, which is awesome, but I don't think our listeners <laughs> know too much. So let's, let's yeah, hear it. So I'm a physical therapist, and I own Exchange Physical Therapy Group. I opened the first location in Jersey City in 2012 and then expanded in 2017 to Weehawken. Mm. We're right across the street from the Port Imperial Ferry Terminal there. And then the newest location just opened this month. It's actually the third week. And we are in, thanks, we are in Hoboken at 133 Monroe Street. So, um, yeah, we're very a hands-on clinic. I have nine physical therapists working for me now. Um, The team is amazing. We treat everything from orthopedics to pediatric and children's physical therapy, um, women's health, vestibular rehab, pre and post-surgical, return to sport, injury prevention. So we offer a a number of services. Yeah. And you take insurance, which I just found out and (laughs) came immediately after because I I had like a Netflix injury and (laughs) I was like... What's a Netflix injury? (laughs) I was laying on my couch for like way too long on a Saturday night with my husband and we were watching Netflix for like six or seven hours and fell asleep. And I was just like crunched. And I have this knot that I can, it is like, I couldn't even move my neck for like a day. And do you feel better? I do. Good. We did Pella and I did traction yeah. and it's, I feel a lot better. Yeah, and I, she's great. I was uh, so excited that you guys could see me so fast. <laughs> yeah. what, what were you binge watching? Um, unbelievable. Have you oh, seen no, that one? No. It's a really good show. It's uh, all about a... A crime. It's based on a true story in Colorado. Oh, we love crime stories. Yeah, yeah, we do. Highly recommend. Do. <laughs> it was. It was a lot though. It was. That's why we were it's like, one okay, season? next. It's yeah, one. it's uh, one season. Uh, kind of. They said it was a shorter, limited series. So I don't know if they're doing another one because it's really the story ends. But it was like eight episodes. So we watched oh, all good. eight. <laughs> we should watch that. Yeah, we should. Yeah, <laughs> it's a good one. I highly, highly recommend. Um, but don't sleep on a pillow on your side on for a pillow at least <laughs> so Jacqueline what made you want to open a physical therapy practice in general so 
to be honest, like when I was in PT school, I never necessarily thought I was going to open my own. I always admired entrepreneurs, but it kind of just happened organically. When I moved to New Jersey, I found myself kind of in these situations where I was working at these physical therapy clinics and I was required from upper management to see like 20 or 30 patients by myself or with mm. little to no help, sometimes not even aid to That's help me. It was crazy. I was overworked. Um, I felt like here I was. It took me so long to get my PT license, you know, the four years undergrad, three years graduate school. And like I wanted to help people, but how can you help somebody when there's eight people in the room you yeah. know at the same time so I felt like there was no transparency it wasn't fair to myself and it wasn't fair to my patients so in 2012 I kind of took a chance quit my job and then found a spot in downtown Jersey City and yeah it was the best thing I ever did that's awesome it's it's One so much to <laughs> <laughs> maybe having that meet and greet right. was another good yeah. one <laughs> One of the best <laughs> um it's just par for the course. <laughs> it is what it is. And what would you feel like is the most rewarding part of having your own PT practice? I'm really proud mm -hmm. of the fact that um, I employ 30 people right now and 90% of the staff are women. And Love it. Yeah. It's, it's great knowing that EPGG can support them and their families and just creating a positive environment and culture that my patients and staff want to be part of. I love it. And I think people in Hoboken don't know you're here, so it's so great that we can like talk about it because yeah. I, I think physical therapy is something we have so many injuries. I mean, my husband had rehab on his knee. Like so many people need physical therapy for 100%. so many things. Yeah. And it's so great to have you guys in the neighborhood. And I, yeah. I love that you specialize in female issues yeah, and so women's stuff. This, this Hoboken location is a little bit different. We still do um, women's health but um, in the other clinics, but it's a little bit more of a comprehensive program that we have in Hoboken here. We have a specialist that's taken numerous courses on it and is very interested in pelvic floor physical therapy. Mm. So I know that after I had Jackson, I had a very tough labor and delivery mm. and he was taken out with forceps. It was crazy forceps. Wow. It was, it was intense. And I struggled from incontinence afterwards, like a lot of women do. And sometimes people don't always talk about it and yeah. they feel like it's normal and they have to live with it. But in actuality, PT is really effective. And I was doing a little bit of research and I realized there's really not a lot of options in Hudson County for um, pelvic floor physical therapy. So with all the moms in Hoboken, so many, I yeah. felt like it would be perfect to open up here and offer this to this community. So great. And I, I can speak from just my friends' experiences. A ton of them have yeah. gone through that. And yeah. so it's, it's so great to have that specialized here. Yeah. So great. Now we're going to turn the mic to you, Steve. I want to hear a little bit about your trajectory in the area. Like you moved here in 2000 and how did you get into you know, politics and become eventually mayor of Jersey City. So I moved here in 2000. I was working at Goldman Sachs at the time. And uh, after 9-11, I chose to leave Goldman and enlist in the Marine Corps. Um, my family's immigrants. I thought it was kind of like a partial payment for citizenship, so to speak. Mm -hmm. And so um, was deployed to Iraq, uh, came back. And the mayor at the time, who was, uh, um, his name was Glenn Cunningham. He was fighting with uh, then Congressman Menendez and um it opened up an opportunity for them to give me an opportunity, particularly the mayor is who I'm talking about. And uh, I ran for office on this like suicide mission, not knowing that I would lose, um, but everybody else seemed to be in on that joke. And um, and 
I liked it though, and uh, I realized that you could do a lot of good. And I ran for council, won that, and then ran again um, outside of the political structure, and then won an upset for mayor. And I've been there for six years now. It's been fun and it's been rewarding in the sense that you could change communities and really have an impact. And, uh, you know, Jersey City over the last five or six years has really gone through kind of transformational change. And we're attracting a lot of young people, a lot of old people too, that are empty nesters coming back. And um, there's a lot of growth. It's, uh, it's been an amazing, an amazing six years. One of the best things that's ever happened to me. See how I said that, Jackson? Sorry. <laughs> right. right. Now, you guys have such different lives in the day-to-day of what you do, but you obviously are married and do a lot of stuff together, I, I hear. So tell me about a typical day. I'd love to hear it from both your perspectives. We, we start off usually every morning while we hang out with Jackson for a little bit. Steve actually wakes up and feeds him every morning and lets me sleep in like another half an hour, which thank you so much for that. I appreciate <laughs> that. Um, and we go to Orange Theory like Love four it. or five days a week. Right? I need to go. I, it's, I go to Orange Theory and I never see you guys, but you must go a lot earlier than me. <laughs> yeah, we're at the very early class. <laughs> yeah, we, we love it because it's uh, you kind of compete against yourself, as you know. And, uh, mm-hmm. you know, we... You know, if you go stay in one thing for too long, it's boring, right? Yeah. So we were doing, and, and we kind of go through rotation. So we were doing yoga for a while in Hoboken. In Hoboken, mm-hmm. yep. Oh, cool. Um, Where? Hot yoga. Power flow. Oh, cool. Yeah. So yeah. We, were do, we, were, we were doing that for a little while, and uh, and then we stopped, and then we did, um, I was doing the soul cycle classes for a little bit. In in Hoboken? Yeah, in Hoboken. And then um, I was doing, um, I was doing, we were doing some running a you little would, bit. You would swim, too. Oh, yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. and then and then we got into this, and, and uh, yeah, it's been kind of like eight months now. I think this is the best workout for me yeah. personally. Like the running, rowing, and lifting, I feel like you it get changes everything. it up every time yeah. too, which is nice. Yeah. yeah, I'm so bad though. I never put on the monitor. Me neither. I don't either. <laughs> I just want to like be there. Yeah, me too. I never put on the monitor, but I, I feel like I'm in the best running shape ever in my life from Orange Theory. Makes I really you run do. Yeah. A lot. Yeah. I walk, but still. Well <laughs> oh, you're a walker? I always I'm a I'm an uphill climber. Oh really? <laughs> Once okay. in a while I'm like, all right, I'm so I have a heart funny. condition, so I'm not supposed to like run long distances, but uh, but I, I and, like and you don't wear the heart monitor even No, I should. Yeah, you should. Yeah. <laughs> <I> really <laughs> my my uh, my my brother passed away about a year ago I from know, a, from sorry. a heart condition. Really? And so um I'm like pretty religious now about wearing that heart monitor. I actually I wear. Wow, I actually, you're making me really. No, you know what? I, I'll tell you. I, I wear two of them, as a matter of fact. Oh like God. so, it's like yeah. put it for. I wear one across my chest, and uh-huh. that, like from the triathlons that I used to do. So I have one of those, and then I wear the Orange Theory one. And and it's weird because they don't always coincide. So oh, it's so it's yeah, different. So it's different. So one of them clearly is uh, is often has a discrepancy, which I should get fixed. But it's good to just keep an eye on um, what's going on. I really. Should <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm going to do that yeah. before yeah. I go back. <laughs> um, yeah, so after Orange Theory, what happens? So it's really the same thing every day. I <laughs> go to Wonder Bagel, which is my favorite place. Oh, so good. <laughs> so good. In what the Heights on Central Ave. I get the same thing. I get a coffee and... Uh, it's it's not that exciting, but it's like an egg wrap where there's just eggs and cheese in a whole wheat wrap. Mm. <laughs> and 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 I'll just go to work. Like she, I will go home. She'll go yeah. to uh, uh, Wonder Bagel, and then I'll go. And to you work. don't go with. No, because I, I just shower and then I have, uh, I mean, the best part about the job is that I have like a, I have uh, help getting around the city, mm-hmm. right? So uh, they'll come pick me up and then um, 
Then you're off. And then I'm off. And then I'm off. Your day is different every day. Yeah. It's usually yeah. the same. Yeah. Um, I get to hang out with Jackson, which is great for a little oh, bit. Yeah. Uh, like, whatever. I'll get How ready. How old is he now? He's nine months. Oh, yeah, that's such a good age. nine months. Yeah. So. so, like, happy. Yeah, he is. He so is. Cute. Now he can communicate, and he's like, he shakes his head if he doesn't want any something, or he's Aww. he's really good. Um, Then I take Chloe. She's my 14-year-old Pomeranian therapy dog. Yeah. And we usually hit up the three offices. I'll start in Weehawken first, check in there, have any meetings that I need to do. Um, The Hoboken now I've been spending most of the time at. And then at the end of the day, I'll go to the Jersey City location. Mm -hmm. And then it's great because I was able to scale it back and I leave and I'm home at four o'clock so I can Mm. hang out with Jackson for a few hours before he goes to bed which yeah. is really great. It's, I mean, my team's excellent, so I feel very comfortable leaving knowing it's in good hands. And, yeah, we, we do the same thing. We take a long walk down Ogden. We go to the mm-hmm. park. You know, I give him a bath, feed him. We play a little bit, and then I put him down. He sleeps for 12 hours. Oh, so that's I'm nice. really lucky. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, and you guys are new parents. So having, like, such busy lifestyles as parents, how have things changed since having a little guy? Well, I mean— couple things I think that uh just a couple (laughs) yeah well on certainly going out and flexibility around that has changed dramatically Mm -hmm. right um and when we go somewhere um that's changed as well new parents could probably relate like you know it used to just be Jack and I get in the car and go and now it's like a whole process of (laughs) you know bags and this and that um um you know the, the weird thing is for me, at least, is like the stuff on like the nightlife generally and going out, like I don't really miss it so much. Like I'm, yeah. I'm kind of content where I am right now. And mm-hmm. uh, um, and when we're kind of we still do go out to some degree, but it's kind of like more sporadic, I yeah. think. Yeah, we'll do a date night every now and then. Yeah. Where do you guys go for a date night? We like, go all different places. I mean, when we when we have something like it's just Jacqueline, I think we spend more time at dinner, maybe across the river, actually. Right. I mean, she likes this place, Abra. Opera, a lot. Mm. Right. In New York. Yeah, New it's York. a Greek mm. restaurant. Mm, it's my nice. favorite. My I'm go-to. Sure, and I'm sure getting out of Jersey City is nice sometimes. It's nice. It's just, nice. I mean, I love Jersey City, but sometimes I could change the scenery. It's great. Yeah. Mm. And uh, and and if it's like quick, then we'll try to find some place in Jersey City. Like we like Kitchen Step. We like Raza. Cellar, Raza. Yeah. Mm. There's a lot, a lot of options. Yeah. A lot of options. But. Yeah, yeah that's good. great. Yeah, and with your work-life balance, how do you how do you make it work? You have date nights. Do you do that like routinely? Um, are there certain things you like schedule in? Yeah, we we because Steve's schedule is so demanding, like we have to kind of schedule it in. But we try to we try to do something once a week, I would say. Mm-hmm. And I know your schedule changes day to day. So what would be a "Quote unquote typical day." <laughs> so I mean, every every day is different, which is one of the things that kind of attracts me to this job, right? So you never get bored. Everything is you know new, and there's always different challenges. Um, the the good thing is also is that if I have a meeting that's canceled or I have some free time, I could go home see Jackson for like a half hour, forty five minutes, then come back to work. Mm-hmm. Um, I try my best to get home around five or six to um, spend some time with him. And then he goes to sleep relatively early, so he goes to sleep around six thirty, and uh, I'll go be, I'll go back out to like community meetings then, mm-hmm. and then um, I'll get home closer to nine nine thirty, and and that's kind of like the normal day, and then you know Jack and I will watch TV, relax, and mm-hmm. uh, and that's pretty much it. I've been trying to cook a little bit now. <laughs> yeah, you've been that's doing a good idea. job. Yeah, good job. What are you cooking? 
I mean, it's not too crazy. It's literally been maybe the cook, past so. month. Like I made chicken marsala the other Ooh, day. That's like a that's a decent yeah. uh, recipe. The, the first time I cooked for Steve, I like put a lot of effort into it. I went and I was like, I'm not we were dating cook, at this point. We're dating at this I'm point. I'm going she, to go and get the best. I'm going to Kings. I'm going to get the most expensive like sauce because maybe <laughs> it's going to taste better. And when I cooked it for him, he was like. It's missing something. <laughs> and I was like, what? And he's like, taste. Yeah, flavor. So then, flavor. Yeah, flavor. Flavor. And then I really I, I actually didn't mean that. it. I didn't actually mean it as 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 uh, as mean as it came across. It just so I was it, like, was, okay, it was it was missing the good part. Yeah. <laughs> flavor. But now that Jackson's getting older, I'm like, I need to start cooking him. My mom is a um is like a nutrition like cooking teacher. So, oh, so she always cooks for us. Yeah, but I never like I wasn't so hands-on with that. So now I'm trying to go back to the basics. And, you know, I made a butternut squash soup the other day. Ooh, so that was good. Perfect fall <laughs> yeah. meal. Yeah. <laughs> That's great. Yeah. And so what would you say for you both, your highlights of your careers thus far? Because you've, you've done a lot, both of you. I would say the opening of every single clinic mm-hmm. is a highlight. This spring, I was actually nominated by Governor Murphy and ap- approved by the state Senate to be on the board of physical therapy examiners for the state. Oh, congrats. Where, thanks. That's yeah. a big deal. Yeah. So the responsibility is basically overseeing uh, the regulations and discipline area action for all the PTs in the wow. state. So that I'm really excited about. That's incredible. Um, Let's see. Last year, my EPTG team, we raised $130,000 for Liberty Humane Society, mm-hmm. and we started Hudson County's first mobile, low-cost spay and neuter program. Oh, so we were able to raise enough um, from sponsors and purchase a surgical truck and start this program where the truck goes out to the low-income sections and does $10 spay and neuters for big dogs over 40 pounds and cats. I think we did over 1,500 surgeries last year with the money that we raised. Whoa, so, yeah, I'm really proud of that. We're actually having another, I want to continue to keep the program going. So, we're doing another fundraiser November 14th mm-hmm. um, in the Harborside Atrium, too. It's $40 a ticket and it's 7 30 to 9 30. And we want to, you know, bring our sponsors back and just keep the program going. Yeah, um, we'll link that. So, send yeah, the link and we'll, we'll link it. That'd be awesome. Um, but I think my biggest accomplishment is being a mom having Jackson yeah Yeah. that's I mean it's such a big one what about you Steve and Um, marrying Steve (laughs) I forgot that one um, the the, uh, I mean she she always refers to it when she talks to people she's like oh at my wedding so and so and I'm I'm always like and I'm always like I do too I I, I was there too by the way you know where'd you guys get married New Hope Pennsylvania oh it's so pretty there yeah yeah it was was nice Um, (laughs) you know the I mean, there's been a couple different chapters between the private sector and the military and, and yeah. uh, public service, and they've all been really, really rewarding. Um, hard to choose one, you know. I probably the the one that is uh, most special to me is probably the military service component of it, mm-hmm. and a lot of reasons why I feel um, really proud about that decision and my opportunity to serve and and uh, give back on that front. So that's probably the most important on the professional front and then I'll echo Jacqueline's sentiments you know the personal life you know especially since my brother passed away I'm just that's like the most important thing to me right now is just trying to like be more conscious of family and time and and that sort of stuff and uh, I think until you lose somebody you don't realize how like short 
time you have and, and value those moments. 100%. It's so true. And, you know, I think that it's so great to just get to know you guys and to hear, you know, because, of course, we, uh, you know, a lot of people, I'm sure, don't know these sides of you. And it's fun to just talk about them. And so I would just want to know if I were if I could ask any question I wanted to. Um, what's like the hardest thing about being in the public eye and, you know, being the mayor of Jersey City, being married to the mayor of Jersey City for uh, you guys? I would say with social media being so prevalent, um, people are really critical of Steve and sometimes myself. So mm -hmm. that's hard. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I, I mean, so I've gotten more used to the critics. It doesn't really bother me mm -hmm. as much anymore. I think that um, what's what's difficult about the job is uh, is that, um, you know, look, I, I think that it's hard not to take some of the things personally and um, internalize them. So, like, we have, like, uh, gun violence and you, you talk to some of those families and mm -hmm. um, or you'll see poverty issues and it's very real because I deal with those people. And, um, you know, it's a hard part of the job seeing how people struggle and, and mm -hmm. the city's very complicated. People like to highlight the wealth components of Jersey City and the downtown parts, but um, there's also a lot of people that struggle there. And so that's a hard part of it. Yeah. What's the best part? I think just being able to get involved in the community a little bit more, um, meeting a lot of really interesting people, having a lot of great conversations. And, and, and I think for me is the inverse of that. You know, you could actually um, help and redirect people's lives and have a meaningful impact. You know, I think that at local government, more than any other branch or any other level of government, you could have an immediate impact in somebody's yeah. life. And, um, you know, it's not lost on me. So that's like really rewarding and great. Awesome. Now, before we play our rapid fire game, I just have one or two burning questions for the mayor. Go ahead. <laughs> Do we know who's performing at the next year's Fourth of July festival? So, so I'll tell you, I'll tell you, we, we don't yet. So I'll tell you kind of how that usually works. We we start that process closer to um, February, March, and and we always struggle, and we always struggle. So uh, you know, the the first couple of years it was. I'll take a step back. We had this idea to build this thing into kind of one of eventually the be one of the best in the country and rival New York. It's and really getting it's, huge. It's, it's getting huge. And we started with talent and trying to figure out how we can get kind of kind of cheap or well-known talent that was cheap, right? right? So that's what we ended up with, like, the village people. And then we 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 traded a street naming to, for Cool and the Gang to perform. They mm -hmm. wanted a street name. They grew up in Jersey City, <laughs> yeah. so... I, I said, I'll do it, but we need you to give back to this community, do something, blah, 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 blah. Right. Um, then we we did Snoop two years ago and then yeah. Pitbull last year. And then and and that's generally a lot of the time based on relationships and who has access to somebody mm -hmm. and what their calendar is. And I've also found a lot of people think they have relationships that they don't really have. <laughs> and so next year um, we're prioritizing a woman. Right, we've had like pretty cool. much uh, men the last couple of years. So Celine, I'm kidding. Beyonce. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. yeah, I don't know if Celine's <laughs> the right choice for Fourth of July, but I love her. Yeah, J Lo. So, so, yeah. so I, I, I think we're going to do our best to get a woman performer mm -hmm. um, as a headliner, and uh, we'll, we'll. I mean, we have a bigger budget every year, so it's mm -hmm. growing. I mean, last year. Oh my God, Brittany. Um, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, last year we raised. I mean, it probably ended up close to half a million dollars, six hundred thousand dollars for um, entertainment. So it ended up uh, 
entertainment and some other stuff. But mm-hmm. um, we'll have a real money to pay somebody, so that's a good thing. And, and, yeah. and an opportunity to be in like the New York City skyline and that backdrop is really terrific. I do have. Uh, I, I'm pretty sure I lined up the the MC for next year, which Ooh. I can't tell you who it's going to oh. be. But <laughs> because I'm, I'm kind of on the goal line on this, but um, this person is. Uh, you know, internationally known superstar, mm. and uh, it would be terrific. It's terrific. Big deal. Cool. I love it. And one other one any new or exciting businesses you can spill the tea on that are coming to Jersey City that you know of? Exciting new businesses. Yeah, that new are businesses or, yeah, in general. Um, I don't know. I got to give it some thought. I don't know. Is Whole know, Foods coming? Well, that's not exciting. <laughs> it <laughs> is for me. <laughs> well, that is exciting <laughs> for some. Of us. Right. But um, we all one's far for Jersey City right. people. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we we what's what's new? I mean, we have that uh, pizza place in the Heights uh, by us. Bread and salt. Bread and salt. Right. I was there last night. It's um, really good. It's good. So good. Um, I, I, you know, I, I generally find out about them once they're already open, right? Yeah. I'll do the ribbon cutting and they'll invite me, but I don't, and I'll find out generally when the public does, because I don't really get into the weeds on that stuff. Mm-hmm. All right. It is time for our rapid fire. All right. <laughs> you guys ready? Yeah. Yep. So essentially how this works is I'll just ask you a question and you can both say it, you know, one after the other. It's not really rapid, rapid, okay. but, uh, and if you need a second to think, totally fine. All right. Let's do it. <laughs> All right. So, tell us your favorite local deli. Vito's. Vito's in Hoboken. Mm. All right. Pork roll or Taylor ham? I don't know either. <laughs> Taylor I ham. I don't know. Obviously. Obviously. <laughs> I grew up in a deli in Newark. So <laughs> yeah, definitely Taylor ham. Favorite workout spot, which I think we all know. Orange Theory. Yeah. Yeah, Orange I, I agree with that. That's, yeah. that's where we are today. Favorite hangout spot? The Ashford. Mm. Uh, it varies. I mean, uh, we'll bounce around on Newark Avenue a lot. You know, mm-hmm. there's a lot of options there. Favorite place to shop for clothes or boutique type stuff? I love that little baby store, Hazel. Oh, it's so cute. Yeah. So they get oh, Jackson a lot. I don't really there. shop like that. So, I mean, yeah, I don't yeah. even know. I don't even know what that is. <laughs> yeah. He's never ordered anything on Amazon. Oh, where do you <laughs> shop? How do you get he, stuff? He goes to the store and drives what like an hour. Now? Like to get his heart monitor. He's like, yeah, I just drove 45 minutes to Fort Lake. I'm like, wait, what? Why didn't you just get it off Amazon? He's like, I don't order off Amazon. Yeah, I got to feel it he and touch it. He needs to see it in person. I get that. I do. No, Jacqueline makes fun because I still like write checks yeah, to he people. Does. <laughs> like I, he does. I'm, like, I'm like, are you in 1999 still? <laughs> no, it, it's, it's a tough transition. <laughs> All right, favorite kid-friendly activity. So Jackson's still really young, so I don't know if we're there. Yeah, yet. we yeah we haven't gotten into the age where we're like going, you know, pumpkin picking or anything yet, or apple picking. Like he's too little for that. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, all, what do we do? I mean, we he he's he he doesn't you know he won't recognize the difference between one thing or another thing at this point in right. time. So we do want to take him swimming though. Yeah, like a uh, well, that's for safety reasons yeah. as much for um, fun, and yeah, he seems to. Good. Um, he likes the pool, though. We've taken. Yeah, yeah, pool. yeah. That's true. Mm-hmm. That's true. So pass on that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, favorite hidden gem that the world needs to know about in Hudson County. Favorite hidden gem mm-hmm. that's like not known. Yeah, off the beaten doesn't have to be totally not known, but. Huh. Like a restaurant. Anything. I don't know. You know. You know what. You know what I like. I like uh, um, 
you know, it's not like it's not known. I don't think in Hoboken people might go there. Dulce Leche. Oh, yeah. Dulce Leche is great in, oh, in, on Central Avenue. Mm-hmm. But it's like sandwiches that are great. Yeah, really, great really there. terrific food. Terrific, terrific food. Their and the right price there. is right there for sure. Yeah. It's yeah. good. And yeah. I like the Cliff too. It's oh, a vegan yeah. spot. Mm-hmm. Cliff's really good. They have yeah. good avocado toast. Mm-hmm. And yeah, that, that's it. Favorite thing to do when not working? I mean, we're, we're like homebodies at this point. We're like, uh, we we binge watch. We're, we're I yeah, mean, we watch crime shows. Uh, well, we're, we're, right now we're not. We're watching. We're watching. We're finishing the affair, which is terrible. Oh, it's so bad. Yeah, it's so it's, bad. It's gone. I'm like, totally. what is going on in this new age world? Like, I mean, what it's is terrible. Happening? Sorry, it's terrible. spoiler alerts, but but, yeah. but you know, we are. So the first season was good, and it, it's gotten gradually downhill every season since then. And we're so invested in it because you're like Same. six seasons in, so you're like, I gotta see this thing through. But it is a terrible show. I'm, terrible. I'm really struggling. Yeah. <laughs> like I don't even feel like watching it anymore. We watch uh, Succession. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Do you watch Succession? I don't. Is it good? It's, it's good. It's good. Yeah. I, mean, I like it. It's good. Jacqueline doesn't love it, mm-hmm. but uh, uh, we watch Ballers, which I also feel like is a uh, mm-hmm. uh, steady downhill a little bit. I know um, the first second season is always so good, and then it just like rope you in. <laughs> oh, Handmaid's Tale is amazing. Handmaid's I mean, that's not amazing. on now, but we love it. And, and, and uh, we're caught up now on This Is Us, which oh, is yeah. amazing. I love such a good show. show. I, I love. Cry, like I cry. I cry every 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 episode. I'm like, why do I watch this? <laughs> I know it's so emotional. It's so like family and like oh, so good. Favorite place to eat in Jersey City? There's a lot of places. I mean, I love Cellar Three Three Five. Um. Good drinks. I like Raza. Yeah, the drinks are great there. Um, we we like Kitchen Step, Matthews. I mean, it's it's hard. Yeah, to I like. We, I mean, I, I go to the same places Jackman goes, obviously. <laughs> yeah, and 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 Latham House. We'll Latham the, House. Oh yeah, we one. do that actually every single yeah, weekend for brunch. Best so. best brunch in anywhere ever. Mm, is really? Latham House. I've Latham. been there for dinner, but not for brunch. Okay, their, their Saturday Ooh, or Sunday brunch so is you. That's that's a good secret right there. Their Saturday or Sunday brunch is off the charts. Ooh, gotta try. That's awesome. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Favorite go-to delivery spot if you guys get delivery. I mean, we only get the we only, we get the same things delivered. If we order sushi, we get it from Illusions. Yeah. If we order uh, Chinese, geez, precious, precious. Oh, precious is good. I, I get like. Uh, a salad or pizza from Larry and Joe's or Pizza Masters, and, and that's all who delivers to us. Yeah, just those four places. Basically. <laughs> yeah, that, that's the whole rotation. Just a couple more favorite Italian restaurant. I like Cafe Michelina. Oh, it's really good. I do. I don't know. It's hard for me to say. There's so many in Jersey that are really, really, really good. There's and somewhere. Renato's is good too. Yeah. Nice. Favorite place for a cocktail, and what do you order? I like Cellar Three Three Five. And I order the same thing every time. <laughs> Vodka on the rocks with a splash of water with like four lemons squeezed, shaken, cold. Ooh, yum. <laughs> and they always like, it's always like an issue. Yeah. But, but the, but, I'm like, uh, more lemon squeeze, no shake it. <laughs> well, I was a bartender for like a You're long like, time. I know what so, I want. Yeah, I know what I want. Yeah, I'm just like a simple like uh, uh, Tito's and soda person. Who's a celebrity you wish would move to Hudson County? Oh, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, Beyonce. <laughs> I'm not like a big celebrity She's person. My like, I, I don't. I don't like follow that stuff so closely. Yeah. So I don't know. Well, at least I still hopefully write checks. she'll I come write. for the summer uh, performance. Love her. <laughs> yeah. You know, she, she'll uh, make sure Fourth of July is <laughs> her schedule is open. I would die. Um, and what's something that needs to come to the area that's not mm. here? Steve. I don't know. 
feel like we have everything it. here. Um, I mean, I, I think I think the city and the let me say that beyond the city, I think like the area is changing and growing. There's nothing that's like a massive void, right? Like I think the nightlife has gotten better. I think the restaurant scene has gotten better. I like that a Lululemon um, just moved into Hoboken. Mm-hmm. That's great. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, like there's no real like to me like big gap. I think like 20 years ago, I wasn't crazy about like. It wasn't the same nightlife opportunities in Jersey City or even food scene. And right. and all that has changed really dramatically in the last five years. So there's not like a big gap. Yeah. Well, my last question is a pretty simple one, I hope. What do you love the most about living in Jersey City? The culture, the murals, the art. Um, yeah, I mean. The look, diversity. I, I, I love the community. And um, the it's a big city, but it's also the a mayor. small city. Right? <laughs> and uh, look at that. that was a really nice answer. That Jacqueline. was good. <laughs> the, Brownie point. <laughs> yeah. The uh, I mean, the the residents of that city have been really, really kind and good to me. And uh, I love the sense of the community. And I I just like think the people there are just great and genuine and you know, um, sincere and special. And so, you know, I don't see myself ever leaving that place. Awesome. Well, thank you guys so much for coming in. This thank was so you. fun. Yeah. yeah. I, uh, I'm so excited to check out some of your recs and, uh, especially Latham house, Latham yeah, house, Latham. Latham. Yeah. lunch. Mm, good to know. Where can people find you guys on social media or on wherever you want them to find you? Yeah, so you can follow. Um, I do a lot of posting on uh, EPTG underscore physical therapy. So we on have, Instagram. On Instagram, yeah. And it's Exchange Physical Therapy on Facebook. We do a lot of health tips and pictures and uh, videos. So it's great. And I'm, I'm the normal Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, Stephen Fulop. Awesome. It. Thank you again for Thank coming you. in. Thank you. Today for our self-care feature, we have a very special guest. Sarah of House of Healer is here to talk about one of her favorite treatments locally. Now, if you don't know Sarah, she's an acupuncturist, also my acupuncturist, and she's a wellness practitioner in Uptown Hoboken at her practice, Acupuncture Atelier. She also runs her new website, House of Healer, but if that's not enough, she's a Hoboken Girl wellness contributor, Reiki practitioner, and a mom. And today, for our self-care segment, she's going to be talking about her experience with Lee Higgins, who is a shaman in Hoboken. So welcome, Sarah. Thank you, Jen. Hi. Hi. Thanks so much for coming in. Absolutely. I always love (laughs) hearing all of the fun things that you do. Yes. You try out so many treatments Mm -hmm. and really take it to the next level with self-care. So tell me what we're talking about today. Um, Well, Lee is amazing. Yes. So Lee (laughs) is a a shaman. Yes. So he is a shaman. He's here in Hoboken. What is a shaman for people who don't know? Because I kind of know, but... A shaman, it's a native healing practice. It's very ancient. It's extremely sacred. Um, It's really hard to describe, I guess, what a shaman really does because there's so many different styles because it is a native ancient healing modality. Right. But, I mean, I guess when you go to see a shaman, you go to balance yourself, to get clarity, Mm -hmm. to try to understand... your soul on a very much deeper level. Mm-hmm. I mean, like I personally decided I wanted to start to go to see a, to go to see Lee 
when I felt that the work that I was doing, you know, with acupuncture or Reiki or other, you know, esoteric modalities like that wasn't really doing anything. Right. That's when I was like, okay, we need a shaman. Right. And so it's something that really is when you're deep into your soulful healing, would you say? Yeah, absolutely. It's spirit related. Um, it. It's it's literally, it can be past life stuff, mm. old wounds that you bring with you into this lifetime from your past lives. Right. Things that you know are there, you feel them that they're there. Our doctor will tell you you are crazy, <laughs> but you know deep down inside that there is something that you need to understand about yourself. Interesting. Yes. So how often do you go to a shaman? Not very. Okay. I, I, I wouldn't say that this is a, a practice that you would go to very frequently. Okay. Because the whole point of going is you go in, the, sh- leave, the shaman will help you get clarity, will make a plan for you, um, try to figure out what exactly you need, um, and then you have to go home and do the work. Right. So what, what's the work? I mean, you have to really, you know, meditate, go within, really feel how you feel. See Got if it. you can move energy, move these wounds so, and try to, you know, get back on your path and, you know, have that aha moment. So is when you're in a session, I know probably every session is so unique mm. and maybe even a little private of like how mm. it's run. But is the shaman touching you, talking to you? What are they doing? So what I really, really like about Lee is when you, you, you come in, like I said, it is sacred. You, you go into the space. It's a very, very safe, sacred space that he does create. And where is this space? Oh, so he actually treats out of the space that I work out of oh, on, cool. f- on the second floor of Dr. Frio Chiropractic on 14th and Washington. Mm-hmm. He runs the space there with me, and every now and then I see him there working his magic. Um, but, you, you know, he creates this space, and he will do a sacred ritual, whether... It, it really depends on what's going on, what he feels that he needs to do. But what I like about him is he does a lot of sound healing as well. So he has a beautiful voice and he uses instruments as well. So, you know, he'll start the treatment um, with you standing and he'll do, you know, um, a ceremony around you, clear you with sage or palacenta, whatever needs to be done, Mm -hmm. Um, even alcohol, which because that's what the natives did. Um, And then at that point, he'll move on once he feels that you you have shifted and that he's done when he needs to complete there. And You'll lay down on a treatment table, and he'll start to do the sound healing around you, wow. above you. Um, so is he I mean, like playing an yeah, instrument? Yeah, many instruments. <laughs> okay, serious question. Yes. Do you ever feel like you've, like, I feel like when I've been in yoga class and they play the harmonium, I, like, lose my, you know what, <laughs> trying to be non-explicit here. Like, sometimes. Sometimes it's fine, but sometimes I'm like, I can't keep a straight face when they sing. And it would, But is it like you're in the mode? You have to be, like, in a headspace for it. Or well, else you're going to be like, what? I also think if you're seeking out a shaman, then I don't think him singing or playing an instrument is really going to make you laugh. Okay, that's true. I'm just thinking of myself, and I'm like, I got to, like... I appreciate it. I have to, like, channel the zen and be like, don't laugh, don't laugh, don't laugh. Yes, darling, yes. No, but it's not... I mean, it really... I'm. Sorry, I'm making light of it, but no. it sounds really so unique, and it's something that 
I'm sure people are super interested in. I mean, what's beautiful about it is, you know, our bodies are made up of 60% water. So Mm -hmm. the sound healing is like, I mean, I know it can be something that is humorous and you're you're thinking, oh my God, this is weird. This is awkward. But if you just lay there and really feel your body shifting Mm -hmm. and you feel, you know, the drums that he's playing or the sound bowls um, or him just singing. I mean, it's, it's beautiful. Mm -hmm. And you just take in that ancient energy that you feel coming through him that he's channeling it's quite beautiful and this is just a question because I'm very curious how do you become a shaman I don't know it's it's certain training but I can't dive into the specifics of becoming a shaman it's definitely something that you're called to do you have to be trained by someone very specific it's not like you know, go to picking a up an ad yeah. and like, hmm, I think I'm going to do this. Wow. It's it's not so like it's, it's it's something very sacred, and you have to find someone that is willing to teach you. So it's like a it's spir- ancient teachings. It's a, I would say it sounds like a very spiritual practice. Yeah, that's yeah. amazing. So yeah. if someone were to want to go to Lee, mm-hmm. how much does that cost? His sessions are 175, and I believe they're 90 minutes. Okay, very beautiful though. Yeah, no, yeah. it sounds really cool. Yeah. And I promise if I go, I will turn out to laugh. I'm sure you will. I know. I I'm don't sure laugh during you your session. No, no, you get, you get into I it. Get, I get very serious. So you just have to have the right head on your shoulders. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, thanks again for coming in. You're so we'll welcome. You soon. Thank you for having me. And our hidden gem this week is Urban Quack, a local farm in Jersey City Heights around the corner from Lo-Fi on Ogden. Shirley, the owner of Urban Quack, had me come by and hang with the chickens, rabbits, and her dogs and cats. She has 21 animals total. But get this, she actually sells eggs that her chickens lay to the community and does local tours for kids for the urban farm. So if you're looking for a treat, either to buy local eggs or to hang with some farm animals, reach out via Instagram at urbanquack.com. Jersey City. And yes, it's legal to have a farm in Jersey City. You just can't have roosters. And our Hudson hero this week is the Reddit user that posted a photo of someone's car engine that had fallen out and was laying in the street. You're a true hero. It's on Newark Street in case anyone is wondering or looking for it. And our Hudson Zero, the gringo's employee that wore that shirt to his shift. He has since been fired, but still, you're our Zero. And our nonprofit this week is the Liberty Humane Spay and Neuter Fundraiser, which Jacqueline proudly supports as Hudson County's first mobile low-cost spay and neuter program for animals. You can get more information at exchangephysicaltherapygroup.com or libertyhumane.org and donate directly there. And that concludes this episode of Tea on the Hudson. Major thanks to Jacqueline and Stephen Fulop and Sarah of House of Healer, our production team Van Voorst Films, and Mike Soul for our music. We'll be spilling the tea every Tuesday morning, so make sure to subscribe, share, and rate us wherever you get your podcasts. It really helps us spread the word. You can also get in touch with us by following at Tea on the Hudson on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, and email teaonthehudson at gmail.com. See you next week for a new episode.